Welcome to Stories After Midnight. This story is called My Husband Liked to Pop Bubble Wrap by The Misery Man on Reddit. I hope you enjoy this video. If you do, give it a like, subscribe, comment, you know, whatever you want. Anyway, let's get started. Pop, pop. Honey, I groaned. It's really late. I have to get up for work in the morning. Huh? Manny grumbled. He was popping bubble wrap in bed again. Sorry, Mel. I'll try and be quieter. Pop. Pop. He was still too noisy, but I let her go. He had recently lost his job. Manny used to work in a warehouse, packaging boxes to be delivered. That was going fine until he was fired. He told me it was because the bubble wrap and the deliveries he sent was all popped. Even though they repeatedly told him not to pop the bubble wrap in his packages, he still couldn't help himself. He had been unemployed for a few days. It had been five years since we married, and we still had a strong relationship. We were both on our way to our mid-thirties and considering having children. We were the odd couple. We were Manny and Mel. It's how the locals always saw us, always together. I remember the first time we fell in love. I was the one who fancied him. He was cute, with bright brown hair and brilliant blue eyes. I still love him, and I really miss him. Manny was awkward. He was different. Not the bad kind of different. He was just peculiar. He always saw the world in a different light from everybody else. He wasn't a genius by any means. He was just unique. And he was kind, kinder than any other man I had ever met. He wasn't lonely either. He could have lived a life of solitude, but he struggled to socialize. I think that made us work well together. I was the social front of our relationship, and he was the deep thinker. He had his quirks, but they never really stopped him until he was fired. Of course, of course, Manny's most noticeable quirk was his strange obsession with popping bubble wrap. Yet some people found it odd, but I always thought it was normal. If you knew him, you would understand. And who doesn't like popping bubble wrap? Everyone does, even me. Manny just enjoyed it more than everyone else. And he was never ashamed to admit it. I thought that was really bold of him. I still did find it annoying occasionally, but I could look past it. You'd be surprised how many people judged him for it. The next day I returned from work. Manny was outside our flat fumbling around with five person-side rolls of bubble wrap. I was just as surprised as I was pissed off. Where the hell would we keep them? We live in a flat. I stomped up to Manny who was trying to pick up two rolls at once. Well? Okay, Mel, hear me out, he stammered. It may look like I splashed 120 quid on bubble wrap, but I got them at a reduced price. No, that's not the issue. You told me that your hobby wouldn't get out of control. Plus, where the hell are we keeping all this? Oh, come on. We can easily squeeze it all in the laundry room. The laundry room? I yelled, my voice squeaking. Okay. How much did you spend? About 12 quid, he said, sounding cooler this time. I could not deny how cheap that was for 100 meter long bubble wrap. Oh, uh, okay. What, was there like a bargain sale full of bubble wrap going on then? Well, you see, the thing is, he seemed to lower his voice as though he knew some government secret. While I was looking for a new job, I found this website that sells bubble wrap at a reduced price. It was called Bob's Bubble Wrap or something. I'll send you the link on WhatsApp. He got out his phone and a few seconds later my phone dings. While he lumbered the bubble wrap into the flat, I tried using the link. The site can't be reached. Manny, this site doesn't work. What? 
What? He said midway to our laundry room. I repeated myself. This link doesn't work. Are you sure? I tried it again, but it still didn't come up with anything. Yeah, I'm sure. Give me a sec. He dumped the roll in the hallway and came over. May I have a look? I looked at him with a slack jaw. I sarcastically said, Well, okay, Mr. Tech Genius. I don't know how you're going to magically make it work, but go ahead. He took the phone from me. Well, the link worked for me, so I don't see why it shouldn't for you. Of course, the link only works for you. Like any other person, I don't like being told how to use my phone. Manny did this every time he thought I was being technologically incapable. I guess it was another one of his quirks. Being shrewd as hell. Here, he said as he passed it back. It worked. My phone showed what looked like an early 2000s webpage. Wait, what did you do? I just used the link, he said as he backed up towards his rolls of bubble wrap. I looked at the site on my phone. It was the strangest site I had ever seen. The title read, Bob's Bubble Wrap for Poppin'. It sounded like it was written by Ned Flanders. I read the description. Have you ever been a wondering why the world uses bubble wrapping for delivering and not popping? Well, my goal in life is to try and make bubble wrap to pop for all bubble wrap enthusiasts' hearts desiring. No strings attached. And everything on here is as low a price as you're ever going to get. 10% the usual pricing. Buy now. Like what? What is this description? How is this site selling this crap to anyone? Excluding my husband. This just made me laugh. Anyway, I decided to look at some of his products. He wasn't lying. It only sold bubble wrap. From widths of 300 millimeters by 100 meters, up to 1500 millimeters by 100 meters. My husband had gotten five rolls of the latter, obviously. He always sold them in all the colors of the rainbow. Thank God Manny only got plain white. And other colors looked childish. It seemed so pointless. A whole site just for buying bubble wrap? It smelled funny. But what harm could it bring? I read the disclaimer at the bottom, but only remembered it later. I regret that now. I approached Manny. He had just laid the rolls of bubble wrap out on the floor of the laundry room. How did you pay for this? Did you buy it in store, or... No, they must have delivered it here. You mean for free? Hmm. He grunted credulously. I guess so. I didn't ask how he paid for the bubble wrap itself. Thank God you weren't scammed, you numpty. I said with a hint of annoyance. I hope it was worth it. Now you have plenty of bubble wrap, at least. Yeah, this should keep me going for a while, he said, stretching his arms and groaning. He then lay back across the bubble wrap, feeling its bouncy consistency. Ah, can you imagine what sex would be like on this stuff? <laughs> what? I said, giggling. Sometimes my husband would say the most random and funny as crap things. Are you for real? He just gave a look that screamed, you betcha I am. I laughed out loud at this. Come on, let's watch some Netflix. I'll leave you to guess whether we had sex on the bubble wrap bed or not. A couple of weeks later, with nothing of note happening, Manny remained unemployed and I kept our boat afloat. So scratch what I said earlier about him being capable of living by himself, living a life of solitude. He would most definitely sink without me. I was talking with Jane, one of our neighbors. We did this every time we would run into each other outside the flat, more of a, out of politeness than shared interests, as you do. She was talking about one of the neighbor's cats that usually visit her. You know, Mel, the one that keeps bringing me presents? She nodded. Oh, you mean, what was its name? Um, Connie, 
I suggested. Ah, that's right. Yeah, Connie. Unfortunately, I heard she died recently, she said sadly. I was not surprised. Pets die all the time, yet I still acted sad. Oh. Oh, what a shame. Well, yep. She dawned on the face she puts on before gossiping. They apparently found her a bloody mess and almost unidentifiable except for her color. I frowned. So, she was killed by someone? Perhaps, but they could not tell. When they got a veterinary to look at her, the veterinary couldn't say how she died, but rumor has it, she looked like she... exploded. I let out a short laugh and then inquired. What? Jane chuckled as well. I know. Exploded. Cats don't spontaneously explode, do they? I don't really believe that. Who is to say how she died? I don't know where that rumor came from. It sure sounds way too steep to me. Then she lowers her voice back to her normal voice. Oh, I will miss her. It wasn't long ago she brought me a scrap of bubble wrap. It is probably from your husband's collection. I just nodded at this. How is Manny at the moment anyway? Oh, good, good, still looking for work. He hasn't given up yet. The conversation rambled off from there. It was not too long before Manny started changing. I was walking past the bathroom one morning when I heard it. Pop, pop. Manny was in the bathroom. It sounded like he was popping his bubble wrap in there. This was very unusual of him. Plus, the popping noise didn't sound the same. It sounded wetter. Pop, pop, pss. Then he made a pained noise. Ugh. It was like he was trying to repress the sound. If something was wrong, I knew he wouldn't make a fuss unless he knew it was serious. Honey? I called. Are you alright? With a sudden stir, he yelps. Yeah, I'm fine. Are you sure? I'm good, and I just hurt myself, like an idiot. Well, okay. I moved on. Later, I noticed loads of plasters, band-aids, if you're an American, from our medical cabinet had been used. The packaging had been crumpled, as though Manny had desperately scooped them out of the box. He was lying down on the sofa, popping more bubble wrap. Have you been using the plasters? Almost all of them have been used up. I know he had, but I felt he needed to admit to using them. He looks towards me slowly and robotically, said, Yes, I accidentally cut myself. Multiple times? No, I just didn't apply a few of them properly at first. I looked sternly at him. How did you cut yourself? It's a bit embarrassing, but I think I did it on the bubble wrap. Oh, really? I had felt the bubble wrap, and maybe popped some of it, though it didn't seem too sharp. If anything, it was soft and cushioned. Still, I had no real reason not to believe him, so I decided it wasn't worth interrogating him. Then suddenly, it got a lot worse. The evening news was on. Manny got up to get something from the kitchen, but he seemed to trip. It was not the sound of him falling to the ground that made me come over. It was the pain he sounded like he was in. He was whining like a hurt deer. Are you all right? I said as I made my way to him, though I didn't need him to respond as I saw the droplets of blood on the floor just behind him. Gosh, you're bleeding. I'm all right, he spat feebly. I, uh, I just cut my heel. Let me have a look. I lifted up his foot before he could respond. There was an inch-long tear on the bottom of his foot. It definitely was not cut. It looked too jagged. I looked him in the face. This isn't a cut. It's like you grazed your heel somehow. Did you tread on something? Or, uh, um... He had given me a look that told me he did not want me to know. I know he didn't want me to worry about him, but I needed to know what was wrong. Okay, what is going on? You look like you're hurting and you won't tell me why. I gave him a severe look. 
Please, we're partners. Tell me what's happening. Manny looked back at me and I could immediately tell he felt what I felt, worry and confusion. I'm sorry, he said. It's just I really, I don't really know, honestly. Just, look. He took his shirt off, exposing his chest and arms. I couldn't explain it. It didn't look like cuts or tears. His skin was inflating, not like a balloon, but more like bubbles. They only occupied his left breast and his left arm. They formed in patterns, each a few centimeters from the other in checkered formation. They looked like warts, just without the infected look. His skin stretched with the growths, making them look pale and almost transparent. More than anything, they made his skin look like bubble wrap. The bubbles, under the peeling away plasters, on his arm looked similarly damaged to his heel. As I noticed this, I realized that his skin hadn't been cut or torn, but it had been burst. What? Are you? I stuttered, now hyperventilating. Are you, are you having some kind of reaction? I don't know, he said, anger and fear now very present in his voice. I don't know what is happening. My skin started doing this yesterday. It... They just keep coming back, no matter how many times I pop them, and nothing but air comes out of them when I do. My, my arms are numb, and he suddenly flinched at the sudden movement of one of the bubbles on his arm. They were growing. He raised his other hand to pinch one of the bigger ones. At first, I didn't think he would. It was the size of a marble, but then he just pops. Blah. I don't know how to describe the sound. It popped, hissed like a deflating balloon, and spat out blood. He then did it again, to the next one along, and then again. I just watched him for a few seconds in confusion. As I looked at him, I recognized his expression. It was the same satisfied look he wore while pupping his bubble wrap, just this time slightly pained. Then I figured he was not doing it out of necessity, but compulsion. Stop! I yelled, reaching for his right arm. I held it away from the bubbles. Don't! You'll make it worse! He kept trying to pull his arm towards the bubbles while pushing me away. His compulsion was too strong. It was only then I heard his breath. It started to struggle, like he was choking on a new potato or something. He bent forward suddenly to try and choke it up, yet was completely unsuccessful. Hold on! Breathe! I pleaded while he weighed down on me. Just hold on! We- I finally came to my senses. I needed to phone an ambulance. Wait here! I'll call 999! It pained me to leave him in that awful state, but I needed to get my phone. It was on the coffee table. I picked it up and called an ambulance. Emergency! Which service? The operator had boomed. Everything after that was a blur. I remember sobbing wildly into the phone while the handler desperately tried to understand what was happening. The paramedics came and delivered Manny to A&E. I only became aware of my surroundings again when I started to calm down. I was in the hospital corridor when the doctor came to me. Mrs. Watts. Yes, I spoke up with confidence. Is Manny all right? He looked at me with an expression which meant bad news. He is all right. He's still struggling to breathe, but... He paused. We are still trying everything we can to stabilize him. What's wrong with him? I asked. We don't exactly know. We first thought it was anaphylaxis, but now we think it is air embolism. Air embolism? He then started using a lot of medical jargon, so I will try to explain it the best of my ability. Air embolism, he explained, is when air gets into the bloodstream, blocking it and causing blood vessel blockage. 
to make it easier to understand, it is like that one scene from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure when Kira, the antagonist from Part 4, is attacked by a stray cat. Stray cat puts an air bubble into Kira's arm, causing blood vessel blockage. As it's said in the anime, if Kira did not remove the air bubble, it would make its way to his heart, killing him in minutes. Why was my husband still alive then? That was what the doctor couldn't figure out. Instead of the air in Manny's blood traveling to his heart, it was collecting in his bloodstream, creating bubbles on his skin. My current theory, he said, is that some unknown force is taking the oxygen out of his blood cells and amassing bubbles in random places in his bloodstream. We still can't figure out why they are in organized patterns, or why it is happening at all. But we will do everything we can to find out. If we keep the bubbles forming in his bloodstream small, we can at least keep his blood circulation stable. So, what's causing him to choke? Well, from what we can tell, a big one started forming in his throat. He stared at me gloomily. If we don't do something about it, he could suffocate. But if we pop the bubble, he may bleed to death. Our options are limited. I teared up when he said this. I didn't want him to die. Can I see him? The doctor nodded and he showed me to Manny's room. Manny looked even worse than before. The growths were all over his back and front. The biggest was the size of his fists. They made him look like he had tumors growing under his hospital gown. They were all in the same pattern, the bigger ones pushing the smaller ones out of the way. And even then, I could still see him popping the smaller ones around his belly. I grabbed his hand gently and eased it to my chest. Manny, I cried. What is happening to you? All he could do was croak some short sounds under his oxygen mask. I mess up. It's not your fault. They will fix you. They will. Put his hand on my forehead, wishing for a miracle that would never come. The bubble in his throat, now visible and the largest, bulged as it grew a few more inches. He gasped as his throat closed up even tighter. Manny, I pleaded. Breathe. Please, breathe. Come closer. I put my ear right beside his mouth. What is it? I... He coughed once more before finishing. I love you. I will never forget what he did next. Instantaneously, he pulled his hand back and crushed the bubble in his throat. Bang. Blood splashed onto my face, dousing me in the stuff. It gurgled from his mouth while spluttering out garbled noises as it flooded down his jaw in pints. And the fear in his face. I think he wanted it to be a graceful way out of this world, but his face only told me how utterly scared he was. His eyelids were glued to the tops of his eye sockets, and his mouth opened wide in an audible, bloody scream. Everyone else moved around me. The doctors and nurses pushed me out of the way, and someone was pulling me away from him. I don't know who, but I didn't resist. I was deaf to all of the noise in the room. My ears ringing like a bomb went off right next to me, and nothing could break the view of my husband. Our eyes had locked onto each other before I could hear the long beep of a failed heart from the heart monitor, and then I blacked out. A couple of days later, before I started writing this, I was thinking about what had happened after Manny died. The doctors gave me their consolation when all I really wanted was answers. The head doctor thought it could be some new virus or disease, like we needed another one. This was only speculation, as all the blood tests they performed on Manny came up with nothing. And yes, he did consider whether this virus disease is contagious. He thinks it isn't. 
He said he'd contact me if anyone else shows any symptoms. I haven't heard from him yet. I did tell the doctors what happened to the cat and its similarities to my husband. I don't think they will do much to look into it. As far as I know, the cat was buried. I don't know the owner. It was all just so unfair. Manny was a good person and did nothing wrong to deserve this. Even though I knew it was mad, I considered the website Manny used. Yet the link still doesn't work for me. I, I don't know. Maybe Manny had something which gave him access to the website. Though I did start thinking about what I could remember about the site. And then I remembered the disclaimer. It took me a while to try and remember what it exactly said, but this is what I could recall. The bubble wrap sold on this website is for poppin' only. If it is used for delivering, there will be consequences. It was just weird when I saw it at first, but now? Could it be the reason all of this is happening? I don't believe in any supernatural mumbo-jumbo, but could it be breaking this rule had led to my husband's death? I do remember Manny having to deliver something to his mother. It was a late Mother's Day gift, I think. Why not use the bumble wrap that was lying around at the time? Then what about the neighbor's cat? I mean, it didn't need to use the bubble wrap. Though, could it have taken the bubble wrap? Connie did sometimes come in through the window into the laundry room, and Jane did say that it delivered some bubble wrap to her. Did I use the bubble wrap for anything? I don't think I did. Then again, Jane did ask not too long ago whether she could use some of it. That, that doesn't mean I delivered it to her, does it? Though the veruca on the back of my foot does seem to be getting... bigger. I hope you enjoyed this story. If you did, please like the video and let YouTube know this isn't some hot garbage on the vast dark corners of the internet. And if you really, really liked it and you want to support the channel, you can subscribe or join the Discord. Or even become a patron or YouTube member if you so choose. Those are your options to do with what you wish, but none of it is required. I just thank you for making it this far, and I hope to see you in the next one.